0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Flop House. That's right; it's time for another Flop House Miniature, or as we say, Flop House Mini. Brought to you by. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa! Stop throwing so much jargon at me, buddy. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) sorry about that. (laughs) Let's uh,
0: let's introduce ourselves before I get into too much more uh, biz terms, because we will get into biz terms. My name Mm -hmm. is Elliot Kalen, and tonight I'll be at the driver's wheel and with me are these uh-huh. two fellows say your names guys i'm dan mccoy
2: and i'm Stuart wellington yep dan mccoy and Stuart Wellington. <laughs> 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 has there ever been a superhero named uh layman or layman uh i don't know what like would his power maybe be to a, ex- maybe explaining like things
1: the lays potato company <laughs> uh-huh maybe he's
2: a big fan of the movies of mike lay or mike lee <laughs> it's He doesn't know how to pronounce it. That's his power. <laughs> you yep. can say it both this ways. It's a movie podcast, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks for bringing us home. <laughs> so normally,
2: <laughs>
0: normally, this is a movie podcast where we watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. We don't watch the bad movie during the podcast, but beforehand, and you're just there for the talking about. But it's a mini episode, which means... We can do whatever the F we want, and that F stands for wait that F stands for famous. Because that's right, guys. Earlier this week, the Oscar nominations came out. Uh, You know, okay, uh, allow that segue. Mm -hmm. It's Hollywood's uh, biggest honor, and uh, that's first. Before I get into our uh, our uh, let's call it a game, although it's really more of a concept that will annoy you. Before we get into that, do you want to
2: play a little concept?
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, funny! You play a good concept, concept boy <laughs> The only way to win is not to play <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, First I want to give a little uh, sh- Flophouse shout out To two former co-workers Of Dan and myself uh, Who were nominated for Academy Awards Just this past week That's right One, Jenna Friedman was nominated as one of the writers For Best Adapted Screenplay for Borat Subsequent Movie Film And another former co-worker of ours Trayvon Free was nominated for the live-action short Two Distant Strangers. So, former Daily Show co-workers really making it happen. Dan, how many major industry awards were you nominated for this year? Drop,
1: drop, (laughs) drop, drop. What? Sorry?
0: Sometimes. Sometimes I drop names nobody's heard of but our other co-workers. Dan, how many major industry awards were you nominated for this year? Because my answer is zero for me.
1: I was nominated for an Emmy the past year. I I mean, not this— I I mean
0: 2021, Dan.
1: 2021. Oh, wow. What? I mean, like whatever. Whenever the past Emmy was, the last one. I wasn't nominated this year. No, but that's not so how the answer also works. zero. So that's zero they for both haven't of us. Been nominated yet.
2: <laughs> so Stewart, okay. and how many? How many sure, industry right. awards zero. in
0: your industry were you nominated for?
2: Uh, I just, I just got nominated for a Grammy. Oh wow! <laughs> for best grandma? Best. <laughs> yeah, for best grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. Nobody, everybody, counted me out. But you know mm-hmm. what? I was still nominated. Yeah, that's as long as I could shove it in the face of my haters. That's all <laughs> I care about. I mean, Bill I'm Hater, still, particularly.
1: I still want to see, you know, like evidence that you have. Uh, first of all, a child, uh, and then secondly, a grandchild. But uh,
2: wow, you're just you're just naming things that you think would hold me back from from taking the title. I know, but you know what? When you're I got undeniable. my eyes on that bag, <laughs> yep. <laughs> this now, was now, just I'll, your I'll, year. I'll, now, it turns out all you
0: really need to be nominated for that Grammy is just the mug that says World's Greatest Grandma, just a picture mm-hmm. of you holding it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, the Oscar nominations, its Hollywood, the Oscars are going to be Hollywood's glamorousest night, possibly. Uh, it's the one of the few awards that people care about because, let me tell you, my Writers Guild Awards are not burning up. I can't get a, t- I can't get a table in a restaurant with them even before the pandemic. But uh-huh. here's the thing. In the entertainment biz— We don't have time to say whole words. That's why we say biz instead of business. Mm -hmm. And why we say TV instead of Capitalist Inequality Distractor Unit. So we (laughs) Mm -hmm. also say noms instead of nominations. So this week the Oscar noms came out. And that's why I'm starting a new annual tradition that I'm calling Flophouse Presents... Oscar Nom Noms, where we figurative, figuratively chew over the Oscar nominations while also talking about what we would literally chew over if the Oscar nominated movies were food. So, uh, Dan and Stu, okay. let's talk about first any general thoughts about this year's Oscar Noms, and then what would you eat as Oscar Nom Noms? Uh, and they have to be tied to the movie. I can give you some suggestions or examples.
1: Oh, okay. Um... I see I like before before we get too far I I uh, was wondering whether you were going to suggest that we call this the Sylvester Stallone <laughs> farce spectacular uh, just because uh, last year we faked people out with our Oscar episode <laughs> and a lot <laughs> of people right. were very angry they actually wanted us to talk about the Oscars instead they wanted us to talk did. about
0: this these awards that everyone pretty much agrees are crazy in different ways yeah. uh, whether you think that they're not accurate whether you think it's a strange idea to pit creative in, uh, expressions against each other in a sort of form of competition or whether you're just envious that you didn't get one and meanwhile uh has got two back to back. Uh so mm-hmm. I mean whether so people wanted to hear us talk about that but instead they got the uh our conversation about the uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone uh box office <laughs> let's say disappointment Oscar <laughs> yeah. uh his attempt at a screwball comedy set in the 30s was <laughs> it uh so this year, I mean, it's actually... such a
1: natural fit for sliced alone. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he does have he does have a great line in it where he goes, "Yeah, reading is my passion." But, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I mean,
2: it's just tough because people went and saw it and they were hoping for Johnny Dangerously too, and they didn't get it. No.
0: yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: Uh, so guys, I'll start you off. I'll, why don't I start
0: this? Uh, I okay. recently just finished watching one of the Oscar Best Picture nominees, uh, the Trial of the Chicago Seven, which I found mm-hmm. to be, uh, to me, it's kind of the King speech of this year. It's kind of the movie where you're like, all right, okay, yeah. I guess that's that's like your that's like a textbook definition of like a movie that that I guess my dad would watch and be like, really, it would make a big impression on him. And while I'm watching it, I think maybe I'll dip into this. Trial of the Chicago 7-Layer Dip. The secret is there's actually eight layers, but one of them disappears halfway through while you're eating it. It just disappears because it's not really that important to the plot, it turns out.
2: Okay, okay. So
0: that's the Trial of the Chicago 7-Layer Dip. Uh, Or, for instance... uh, Another a surprise uh, nominee for, uh, for Best Picture, Promising Young Woman, a very controversial movie. And while I'm watching it, I guess I'm snacking down on some Promising Young Cumin. I don't know what it is, but it's full of cumin and it leaves kind of a bitter aftertaste in your mouth.
1: So it's specific. Well, I mean, all right. Specifically Young Cumin. Uh, what, Dan,
0: I'm not a Cuban ageist, but for, if you want to be yeah. for the title, go ahead, it has to be promising Cuban. It has to be Cuban with potential. You know, can't yeah. just be your bottom feeder Cuban or Cuban, <laughs> not Cuban. Promising, uh, Actually, I should have made it promising young Cuban and it's a sandwich. I love Cuban sandwiches.
2: That would have been better but it's too late you already <laughs> said late? the first one oh, that's too late
0: can we wait can i use dr doom's time machine to go back and erase the first one dan can dan, i do that Dan,
2: yeah dan can he use dr doom's time machine to erase the first one uh
1: can he i would say uh probably not <laughs> oh the answer, wow okay. i mean Fair.
2: not I even mean, a definite answer <laughs> no,
1: no no i mean he may he may use it i i will allow it but i don't think that he can as a point of actual like a thing that could happen in this reality
0: okay mm-hmm. so guys what before I go back to some more of my best picture dishes uh what are did anyone have do you have any thoughts any uh positive surprises I know Stuart you there was a particular acting nomination that you were very excited about that you were texting me about
2: I was very excited uh, for Paul Racy being nominated. Is that how you pronounce his last name? I don't know. Probably uh, being, Or Reiki. Uh, he
0: invented Reiki massage. So,
2: you know. <laughs> oh no, kidding! Even yeah. though it's spelled differently than that, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, and predates uh, him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh, was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Sound of Metal, which uh, I think I recommended on the podcast, and I think is a good, it's a good fun old movie, and he <laughs> what has about fun. Uh, <laughs> And he has a quite, like, he definitely has a star turn as this, uh, I guess, counselor in a, uh, for a home to help uh, the lead character, Reuben, uh, not just uh, come to terms with his uh, deafness, but also kind of uh, his other addictive personality, you know, his bad habits. And I think for that, I would say... I would want to tuck into a mound of, oh man, Fruity Pebbles. Okay. A mound of Fruity uh,
0: Pebbles. I was <laughs> expecting you to say Mound of Melba. Uh, uh,
2: because yeah, be let too. me tell you,
0: that guy's hearing is toast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> insensitive. Um, it's an insensitive joke. <laughs> uh, it's very... So, um, it didn't really happen to him, Dan. It's it's a fictional okay, character. It's a, it's a okay. fictional
1: character.
0: Okay. Uh, I was there were Ugh. there were uh, for me there were a number of uh, positive surprises this year. I think uh, the f- people watching most of the movies over streaming, as people mentioned, and not being able to be wined and dined uh, by the studios in person, yeah, helped mm-hmm. some smaller movies come along. I was very disappointed to see that Delroy Lindo was not nominated for *The yeah. Five Bloods*, yeah. So I thought he was spectacular in that. Um, But I was – the strangest thing was that a Flophouse movie was nominated, which was Hillbilly Elegy for a number of awards, when Uh it was nominated for makeup and hairstyling, even though it's definitely going to lose to Mank for transforming Gary Oldman into a man in his 30s (laughs) so seamlessly that it could – (laughs) It just couldn't be told. It's just what we've seen, you know. Someone yanked his (laughs) mank. Hey guys, hey guys. Okay, this is this is a section. This now this is a section. Yanked it. Now this this is a (laughs) (laughs) this is a section of Oster nom noms that I'm calling Mankashevitz, where this Jewish Mm -hmm. guy is going to talk about Mank for a couple minutes Mm, because uh, Mank. So. Uh, the thing with Mank is it got more Oscar nominations than any other movie this year, which you have to assume because it's a movie about Hollywood that it's going to do. But it was still surprising to me because I found that movie just not, not what I expected it to be Mm -hmm. from what everyone was talking about it. Now I've talked a lot about Mank on this uh, podcast, mainly Mm -hmm. my inability to get over the fact that Gary Oldman is playing a young man, uh, when Mm -hmm. he should be, when he is very clearly an old man, uh, and I don't know what do you guys think. Has it, has it made you rethink? I I mean, it's,
1: it's taken. It's you know Oscar gold to the Mank Bank. It seems like I <laughs> want to say, you know what? I here is the thing. Uh, the one nomination that I do not argue with. I I like I liked Amanda Seafried quite a lot in Mank. I thought she hit exactly the right sort of note of this this uh, woman who is like like an ultimate sort of insider playing the game in that she is, like, an actress who has married uh, this, this wealthy man. But she's also, like, the other character along with Mank who, like, sort of sees themselves a little bit outside of everything, like, pulling a grift on Hollywood and can sort of see the system clearly. And uh, I thought she was pretty good, so uh, I guess my nom-nom for Mank is some Mank flank steak yeah and i you know
0: all right are you even trying dan hold on Stuart. i hate to interrupt dan
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is that is not bad i mean it's i mean it's not mankoshevitz to be honest i don't know to be honest i
0: did well it's mankoshevitz because it's a sweet tasting at first and goes down Uh. smooth but it's strangely unsatisfying and honestly you're only gonna break it out on special occasions
1: oh boy yeah
0: yeah, Dan, so, to be fair, I also had time earlier today to think about this because I came up with this concept,
1: <laughs> yeah. so it's fair. This is actually so Elliot's revenge on <laughs> me for forgetting to send him the the letters <laughs> questions. <laughs> okay, and Stu, what were you going to
0: say about Mank?
2: Well, we're talking about Mank. So, guys, I haven't seen Mank, but from everything I've heard, uh, nobody involved with the movie was uh, you know pulling a prank. They weren't just having mm-hmm. a wank. And you know, I mean, I don't the movie is kind of the ultimate wank to be, to be honest. It is kind of a wank. wank. But what were you going to say, Stu? I, I,
0: I, I, sorry, I interrupted yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, other bit.
2: than that, I'd say my mind is blank. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Look at Stu just freestyling <laughs> yeah. on smoking some dank. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps doing it. <laughs> Pulls it out every time. Uh,
0: but I so... mean, to be me, wank is the actually the perfect word to describe it because it is kind of like. Uh it is kind of like a uh, a masturbation movie for a certain type of person. Yeah. That I th- would, thought be would be the Mad me. Magazine parody, right? Well, the Mad Magazine parody, I don't know if they use the word ma- wank in Mad Magazine. It would be like um it'd be like Mensch or something like that, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Again, they are or, or they would want to use Machishavitz, I don't know. Uh now guys, there's still a bunch of uh movies that I haven't seen that were nominated this year. I did I did recently watch Nomadland. And I mm-hmm. really liked that a lot, and I was excited to see the director of that nominated, uh, and also you know one of my one of my favorite actresses, Frankie McDormand. Uh, and I think for that one, I'd probably have a Nomad Land Yap, just a little extra piece of candy or pastry uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie that you can have in the while you're spending your the night in your van, you know, just to keep you warm.
2: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. I'm ex- so this this Oscar ceremony is going to be all virtual, right?
0: Yes, it's going to be hosted by uh, Russell Crowe's character from Virtuosity and co-hosted so, by the oh Lawn Mower no, Man. Oh, he's
1: like made up of a bunch of serial killer profiles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's like not, not a good idea. That's not good. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, what a dumb that's, movie. <laughs> but so
2: so if it's virtual, does Frances McDormand still have to look super annoyed to have to be there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be sitting at her house looking super annoyed. yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, um, it was also it was exciting to see uh, Maria Bakalova nominated for uh, Borat. I thought she was really good oh, in that. Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, she's great in that.
0: And uh, of course, she's up against Olivia Coleman though. And I haven't seen The Father, but I will always vote for Olivia Coleman in anything. Mm-hmm. So I get sorry, and sorry, you're everybody. Eat
1: some Colman's mustard with uh, uh-huh, yeah that or what? Uh, Col-
0: yeah, I was going to call it Coleman's Law. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, huh? it's, i You take Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm.
2: shred her up add some mayonnaise <laughs> no, don't
1: don't she's one of our <laughs> yeah i remember when uh when hot fuzz <laughs> she's
2: a global treasure i remember when hot fuzz came out you uh rented that you you put up that billboard in hollywood that said olivia coleman for <laughs> best supporting actress and camped out in front of it right i mean mm-hmm. to be fair
0: i put up a billboard when she was in that number wang sketch on uh mitchell <laughs> and webb that said olivia <laughs> coleman for best supporting actress and the academy had to explain to me it was not a movie so <laughs> oh
1: yeah not even a full show, just a segment.
0: Just the sketch. Just the sketch. Uh, but, Dan, does it make you guys feel good that uh, that Glenn Close was nominated for a hillbilly elegy for her role of Terminator-loving
2: grandma? <laughs> I mean, I will— Is that going to be the scene, you think? Is that going to be the scene they play for her, her character? It has to when be. Brad or Brad Pitt one of has, the has half- to say mama out loud? <laughs>
1: It's going to be one of the half dozen scenes where she's yelling at somebody. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I maintain that that is a script and direction pro- problem. I think that, you know, Lynn Close, oh, certainly, obviously, certainly, yeah. a great actor who, if you, ta- if, you know, if you take any one scene out, you'd be like, oh, it uh, uh-huh. yeah, looks like she's pretty good in Hillbilly Elegy. Because yeah. you don't have to, you don't realize that she's been directed to do every scene at the same level. Yeah, uh,
0: and our nom-nom for that will, of course, be a huckleberry elegy. Uh, That's a huckleberry (laughs) pie that you serve on a coffin.
2: Now, do you think uh, when Glenn Close agreed to do that movie and she heard the character's name was Mama, she was like, oh, (laughs) am I playing, uh, is this like the sequel to the Carl Urban Dread movie uh, where (laughs) Lena Headey played the character Mama? What do you think, guys? I I I assumed
0: actually, I think she thought it was the movie, it was the film adaptation of Mama's Family.
2: The sitcom, oh, okay. <laughs> which she loves, she's always wanted to be in it. I mean, it was kind of. I mean, I remember seeing it a lot. I don't remember very much about that show. See, I know
0: I thought... Mama had a family, but I might it be thinking of the Hogan family? Were they called Hogan on Mama's Family?
1: I assumed that she thought she was teaming up with Octavia Spencer, and they were both oh, different oh, moms <laughs> working together. Oh, oh, I see. oh man, what? A yeah, sweat. yeah. Or she
0: was playing. She was playing Yo Yo Ma's mother. <laughs>
2: in the movie. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. Now, but then it would be called
1: Mazma. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that logic, I suppose. <laughs>
0: now guys, uh, guys have time for both of us. <laughs> of course. Well the whole episode is pretty much. Now I haven't seen uh Judas and the Black Messiah yet. I'm really excited to watch it, but I'm gonna try I want to try to watch it all the way through in one sitting which makes it difficult for me to get to And it, it also
2: but... it also went off of HBO Max like a couple days before oh, the Oscars it? announcement. Oh, yeah, which was which was
0: foolish. I mean I have a screener from the Writers Guild, uh, but I'm, you know, this is, Uh, but of course for that, I am going to cook up a, flexing out here, (laughs) Mm -hmm. my union membership, Uh, and, uh, but for that, I'm of course going to cook up a classic Judas and the Black shakshuka, that's of course tomatoes, onions, peppers, spices, and eggs, it's a classic, (laughs) Uh kind of Middle Eastern dish, I think Mm -hmm. it'll go great with Judas and the Black Messiah, again, I don't know what it's
2: about.
1: I love shakshuka, by the way. Shakshuka is great. I,
2: I mean, it. I watched about half of Judas and the Black Messiah, and I, it was a little dry for my taste. Unlike this shakshuka I keep hearing mm-hmm. about. Oh, which will be? Uh, oh, it's just going to drip out of your mouth. Eggs yeah.
1: poached in a, a nice tomato sauce. What what could, what could be less dry than that? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh,
2: David Clary is, is incredible in it. I mean, like I'll watch that dude do anything.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing the acting in it. Uh, now, of course. Uh, every now and then you get uh, a movie that nobody's heard of that gets nominated for a ton of Oscars. What was the movie that was nominated this year where you were like, huh, I don't know that one. That's a movie? Uh, The
1: Father, I think, is the one, because I was like, I, I thought, okay, I am at home. Like, surely most of these are available on streaming, knowing the year that we've had. Like, maybe I'll try and run through them all which is, so i was extra disappointed to hear now that i missed judas in the black messiah on hbo max but the father i looked up i guess it's in the theaters it's not available for streaming maybe i'm My, wrong it, it's I'm, it's
2: a coronavirus released it to trick old people into leaving <laughs> I,
0: I think just like uh the hit al pacino classic uh, sim one or Simone, in which he creates a fake actress. I kind of think the father might not be a real movie, mm-hmm. but instead mm-hmm. is like it was just created <laughs> for awards. They were like, "Hey, look, we can win some awards without making a movie." It's coronavirus
1: time. No one's going to go out to the theater <laughs> to see this. I'm imagining. I'm just imagining someone. Like, Photoshopping Anthony Hopkins and Olivia <laughs> Coleman together <laughs> and, like, someone else walking by and be like, great, put, put it out for the Oscars. Like, this is not actually, this is for my own use, sir. I no, no, just... this is my slash fiction. Well, it's not, you know, it's it's my Olivia
0: <laughs> Coleman, Anthony Hopkins stan fiction, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. What is so, this movie?
0: Uh, it's a movie about a father. He, it's it's a, uh, Anthony Hopkins plays a father who's uh, hand, dealing with dementia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's oh, all I know, know about it.
1: Well, I mean, I probably could have guessed that from the fact that it was named the Father and nominated for an Oscar. Not to be glib about, like I mean, he could have been playing, things, a... but it's that type of movie. I assumed that he was would...
2: like a priest or something.
1: Yeah, oh, I assumed that he was a priest. That's a good. Uh,
0: what if a good it was called the Father and it was about a father dealing with dementia, but the father was Darth Vader and Anthony Hopkins is mm. playing an elderly Darth Vader? Dan, uh, what, do you, what yeah, about Dean. that? What, uh, what about
1: to... Elliot's bit, Dan? Sorry, do you want me to fund it?
0: I don't. No, no, no. What's thanks, the... thanks for just leaving me, leaving me like <laughs> no, this here, Dan. I got too hung Appreciate up it. To... Oh, looking up the father. Elliot's dicks just out. Yeah. Okay, now guys, we all know the big one that everyone's going to be talking about: documentary mm-hmm. feature. So, mm-hmm. I know Dan, you're a big doc head. You've seen all the documentaries this year. Which one do you think is going to win?
1: Uh. I'm gonna say my octopus teacher because it's the only one I've I've heard of.
0: Ooh, I think it's gonna be time. I think my octopus teacher mm. is gonna. I think people are not ready yet for a movie about a guy who has sex with an octopus. I have not seen it yet, so I think I don't really know what it's about. Is so I think time the is gonna.
1: One to... that is like a bunch of old uh, sort of home movies. Um, Some of it
0: is. It's the one about the the family where uh, the the husband is in is in prison.
1: Uh yes, I saw that in like david ehrlich's uh you know top 10 of the year video essay which you know really beautifully edited and i'm like wow this looks cool um yeah
0: i i would i would like to see it actually i haven't watched it yet uh my octopus teacher again it's uh like it's i was i was making a joke that the guy has sex with the octopus it really doesn't it's about so this octopus gets hired as a teacher they think it's a guy <laughs> named mr uh, Mr. Octopus. It turns out to be an mm-hmm. octopus, but he teaches <laughs> everyone a lesson that about poetry sense. and standing up for yourself.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Against starfish. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Hey, folks, it's me, James Arthur M., host of Minority Corner, your home through these bewild times for weekly doses of pop culture, history, news, nerdy stuff, and more through a BIPOC queer and allied lens. Y'all, we have
2: been in a panorama for a whole I'm... year.
0: The Ponda replay has been going. <laughs> for, we've been a Ponderosa for a year.
2: Wonder Woman doesn't even get
0: to fly her own invisible jet. That was another thing. I was like, this is your jet. Think about the war on drugs. We must think of it as a war on black and brown and poor people to only uphold the caste system of America. So join me and some of your new BFFs every Friday here on Maximum Fun to stay informed, empowered, and have some fun. Minority Corner, because together we're the majority. Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we host After Game Show, a podcast where listeners submit games and we play them regardless of quality with a dozen listeners from around the world. We've had folks call in from as far as Sweden, South Africa, and the Philippines. Here's an example uh, Yester Dog, where players must sing a Beatles song but throw in the word dog and dog related terms. Like, do you have an example, Manolo? Yeah. Hey, dog 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 bone <laughs> Oh okay Dr. Game Show has new episodes every other Wednesday on
2: Maximum Fun Check us out.
0: Check us out. Nice.
1: Hey everybody, Dan McCoy, all alone jumping in to tell you about Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh? Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. America's number 1 meal kit get Fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. That's right, in a box. All the ingredients you need delivered right to your door. A convenience at all times, but right now, amazing. Hey, HelloFresh. Hey, hello, listener. Hi, how are you? Let me tell you about HelloFresh. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. With 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity to ensure deliciousness and simplicity simplicity guys i'll stop trying to enunciate words and tell you my personal experience with hello fresh um sometimes uh the people who are kind enough to advertise with us are also kind enough to send us samples so that we know that what we are telling you is good Is actually good and it is good, guys. I like cooking, so sometimes in the past I've like, I don't need a meal thing to be sent to my door, but these recipes are all super tasty. They're like very, you know, like interesting, sophisticated choices. I had the calorie counter stuff, it tasted delicious. I like Hello Fresh. Uh, I'm not afraid to say it. What was that voice? Go to HelloFresh.com slash Flop12 and use code Flop12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Flop12 and use code Flop12 for 12 free meals. Now... Back to the flop house mini, already in progress.
0: Let's see. Uh, what other things?
1: Uh, this is one of those years. I
0: feel like I'm so cut off from the outside world that even like the the songs in the song category, I don't know most. Of, I don't know that I've heard any of them. You mm-hmm. know, uh,
2: it doesn't. And Pixar has two movies nominated for best animated feature, right? It has Soul and uh, Onward. Onward, right? That's right. Uh,
0: I have seen the first half of onward and i've seen Mm -hmm. the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes of soul that's what watching movies with a two-year-old and a seven-year-old is like the two-year-old is constantly running out of the room uh from what i saw though i think the one that i liked the most was honestly sean the sheep farmageddon which i got to watch almost all of with my son and it's it's hard to go wrong with those but i know jesse thorne of maximum fun is a big fan of wolf walkers was nominated and then there's over the moon which i don't know what it is
2: that's apple plus
0: yeah, it's Apple Plus, which is why I have. I it. think.
2: I think Apple Plus is like the one streaming service I don't have. Uh, yeah. You know, of course I have Shutter. Has anything uh, been nominated that's on Shutter, guys? Uh,
0: not that I was.
2: <laughs> I mean, promising young woman. There's a world where that could have been on Shutter. You
1: know, Theoretically, yeah. yeah you got uh, any, uh You guys got any uh, snubs and flubs? You know. I mean, other. I, mean, I mean, the big keep, thing is. I
2: keep hearing uh, there's. I mean obviously there's in Best Supporting Actor there's a pretty obvious one. I don't I mean everybody's talking about it. It's a small role but it's pretty definitive. Uh it's Stuart Wellington as tube man <laughs> in the movie Psycho Goreman. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. I true. don't know how I mean it's it's every it's rare that they nominate actors who are in just one scene, just their voice, but you know, if yeah. if um if you can win a supporting actress award in for network for one scene, then maybe you could maybe I don't someone think else can, you know.
1: An official rule that says you have to say more than one word, but I think that it's, <laughs> it's true. A, kind of an unwritten rule. <laughs> but um, and that was, and I, just for the record, that I was mean, Beatrice they let a straight, fucking
2: they another. let a fucking dog play basketball in movies. They gonna let me win an award? I mean, that, <laughs> okay. that's that's an it's a good point.
0: point. There's nothing in the rule book. and if a guy can win best actor for lip syncing, <laughs> why can't you win best actor for just having a voice and no <laughs> that's, face? That's
2: the thing. That no nothing will make me laugh harder in an Oscars uh, show than when they, for Rami Malek's performance, they just showed him lip syncing. (laughs) so
1: fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, Uh, I know that in our household, uh, there's a little disappointment um, that uh, The Invisible Man got nothing, which I know in a normal year might be kind of more of a long shot thing, but... uh, I thought it was oh long great.
0: shot is in it from the X Men <laughs> and, he and
2: you is, know, yeah you like
1: it, it you know it's another like you know you've got promising young woman in there which is also kind of a genre movie well movie wearing genre garb although less than the Invisible Man dealing with issues I, I would get of, I would like, I would
0: actually bet that the Invisible Man is wearing less clothes. Because it oh, wouldn't yeah, be invisible, yeah. yeah. yeah good, if he was wearing
1: clothes, you'd be well, surprised. Elliot, you'd be surprised see the movie. This, uh... Okay,
0: I mean, it's just it's less scary when you just see a pair of tidy whiteies floating around. You know yeah. where he is, and it's just kind of silly. And mm-hmm.
1: but you know, like similar uh, uh, themes using sort of like genre trappings to talk about uh, uh, problems, uh, violence against women, and uh, and the Invisible Man was terrific, and Elizabeth Moss has been on a hot streak of good stuff so that's that's one that uh jumped out maybe
2: hmm.
0: i mean for me like i mentioned uh the delroy lindo and just uh Five bloods in general not receiving too much it got like score and and a couple other ones but uh that was a movie that um i really liked a lot even though it was kind of like many spikely movies it was uh there were parts of it there were there were aspects of it that i liked more than other aspects of it but i just thought that yeah. performance was really good and of course i'd probably serve for that uh a delroy lanyap again it's the same thing i did for nomadland but it would be a different lanyap maybe that one would be like a beignet and this one would be like a licorice mm-hmm. twist you know or a mm-hmm. uh like um uh, a peppermint you know something you know something just to just to give you a little bit of a little bit of a, a good taste in your mouth on the way out of the theater because it's such a rough movie you know
2: yeah that's i mean i i like that uh I feel one of the things I like about Defy Bloods is just how it feels like Spike Lee got to do as much as he wanted. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. And, and you know, parts of it I don't like, or it's not that I didn't like it. It was just it was it felt a little shaggy. Um, but no. Uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, what, now, you guys have the list in front of you. Which uh, which cast members from One Night in Miami were nominated? So from One Night in Miami, they nominated
1: I know Leslie Les- Odom
2: Jr. was nominated, and he's great in that. Uh, I think he's the only cast member
1: yeah, nominated. Looks like he's yeah. the only one.
0: Just Leslie Odom Jr. Uh,
1: he's got a but, there's an original song for One Night in Miami, Speak Now, he, mm-hmm. and he's
2: great. And it's crazy how he he actually uh, like re-recorded Sam Cooke songs uh, for yeah. that movie, which is awesome. I, and I'm looking forward to when. Uh, when the sequel One Night in
0: Bangkok comes out, which is about the uh-huh. making of the play Chess. It all takes place uh-huh. at the world premiere performance of Chess, uh, and it's going to be dealing with totally different issues, probably Chess issues.
2: And people are so into fucking Queen's Gambit right now. I mean, oh, of course. Chess yeah.
0: is huge right now. It's finally time for me to pitch my reboot of Searching for Bobby Fischer. This is, uh-huh. this is, now here's the thing. Okay. Uh- They're searching for Bobby Fischer, <laughs> And the way they find him is because of an elaborate game hidden within a virtual world. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's Ready Player One meets chess instead Mm -hmm. of video games. And also, instead of being stuffed with references to the 1980s, which is lame, it's stuffed with references to 2018. That's right. Nostalgia Mm. is two years old. Two and a half, you could say. And people are going to love it because they still remember all that stuff. And you get the young people in because they're already nostalgic for life pre-COVID. It's called... I think I told you what it's called already. It's called One Night in Bangkok.
2: But anyway, I'm going. I'm going to interrupt Elliot because that pitch was dog shit. I'm going to pitch you something <laughs> better. Okay. And my pitch, pitch to- is. Uh my pitch is we're going to combine searching for Bobby Fischer mm-hmm. and looking for Mr. Goodbar. You find Bobby Fischer, you realize he's also Mr. Goodbar. Uh, so he murders. Okay, so <laughs> it, you finally yeah. find Bobby Fischer and <laughs> he murders you because he is
0: a mentally unbalanced person. And uh, he does think you're part of the the global Zionist conspiracy that is out to get him for chess playing. So, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, it I'm not sure sense. about
1: either of these pitches. I, you are right, though. Chess is uh very big right now. I remember recently uh in like it was like in a in a park, I saw these chess pieces that were like huge. They were like big chess pieces like <laughs> like like a people could be on this chessboard. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish the listeners at home could see Dan's face as he tries to sell this bit.
1: Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to break Elliot down through the intensity of my trying. No, and, and,
0: and you almost did it but instead you made me think of another reboot it's called Searching for Bobby Fisher King that's right Bobby Fisher mm-hmm. is a knight who's trying to find the Holy Grail and he's got to get past these big chess pieces that are in Central Park it's sort of an urban fantasia if you will uh, in which I mean that it's the movie Fantasia but it's set in a city so like alligators and hippos cool are world. dancing in a city you got yeah I guess it's Cool World now that I think about it yeah okay so they made it already it's called Cool World anyway
1: <laughs> what if it's uh Wait, how about this? Okay, the cool
2: world, the cool world according to GARP. Is that something? That uh, uh, Dan, I think that's something. What do you think? Uh, Okay, what
1: were you going to say, Dan? I was going to pitch my movie "Searching for Bobby Fisher Stevens," where Fisher Stevens Mm. thinks that Bobby Kennedy is still alive, and he's searching for him. Oh wow. Okay, now, what that's about, pretty so, good.
2: That's that's better than this animated wrestling movie that Elliot just pitched. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess so. I guess that's true. Uh, and it's also better than searching for Bobby Fisher Price.
1: Uh, this we're, <laughs> it's just a toy that got lost. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, guys, that was a lot of laughing. <laughs> so that's
0: that's Oscar Nom Noms 2021. I think we learned a lot about food, we learned a lot about life, love, the awards season, Uh, so now it's time for your predictions. Guys, What's going to win the Oscar next year in 2022? Now, most of these movies have not been mm. released. Maybe they don't exist yet. What os- What's going to win Best Picture in 2022? We have to have our predictions right
2: now. Mm. Does the Snyder Cut sound, uh, does that count as 2021, 20, 22? I don't know that it's not actually going to play 2019? in any theaters. It has oh, to play yeah. in a
0: theater before its television release. So the Snyder Cut may be disqualified. People uh, are loving it. Four hours. Four hours of uh, just... Heroes hitting each other over the head with urinals. I'll be there. I'll see it. (laughs) I think my guess is for 2022, it's going to be the So people are going to be back in the theaters. They're going to be, and the Academy voters are going to be wined and dined again. So it's going to be the return of the kind of big, dumb Hollywood movies that historically have won, uh, but this year didn't have a chance. So I think the one uh, that's going to be nominated is going to be called, uh, and win the Oscar, I think is going to be called Millard.
1: Millard, okay.
0: inspiring true story uh-huh. of Millard Fillmore, uh, except uh-huh. what they're going to do is they're going to update it. They set it now, and also, instead of becoming And
2: that's—, pres- that's Yep. That's—I'm just—just uh, to clarify, that is a world where Mallard Fillmore is a human and mm-hmm. not a duck, right? Yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, I should have made that clear. Yes. <laughs> so it's a, so it's an adaptation of Mallard Fillmore, but they make him a person <sighs> instead of a duck. He still lives in a tree. He's still, uh-huh. what, a newspaper reporter? Uh, with the I eggs. know that's yeah.
1: Shu. You're thinking of Shu. He's a <laughs> oh, is the one where they're reporters. Mallard Fillmore is, I think he. Well, well wait, hold on. Wait, Mallard Fillmore choose. also wears a I think press He's hat. also a, a reporter, but they don't. they both in the tree, like the shoe. That anyway, whatever. Like it's just a strip that's it like does, Republican talking points <laughs> without they're, a both joke. Pre,
0: they're both prequels to the return of Howard the Duck to the MCU. <laughs> that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. So, uh, what is it about ducks and reporting? Why are they drawn to journalism? Yeah. I don't.
1: Know. And Dan,
0: any any guesses on uh, on big Oscar winners of next year?
1: Uh, I'm gonna put it all on number thirty nine. Oh wow! Okay, wow. Well, I guess what we won't find out till next
0: year if you, if that was a smart bet or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, excuse, excuse me, uh, fellows. I would like to make a prediction <laughs> oh, yep, of my sure. own,
2: please. I wonder what, uh, what movie might you be interested in, sir? Uh, well, just to,
0: I was hoping one of you would introduce
2: me to the audience, but I apparently I have to do it myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Bruce- Mr. Tom Brokaw. Thank you so much for coming out here. Uh... <laughs> I saw you popped up on the Zoom because you're still following uh, COVID protocols, uh, yes. and I see that your name down there. It says Tom Dune Expert Brokaw. That's interesting. I legally changed my middle name to Dune Expert, at <laughs> least for I, Zoom reasons. <laughs> I now I now go back.
0: I now go by T Dune Expert Brokaw, and you'll think I have an idea what might win the Oscar next year. There's a big movie. Yes, it was uh-huh. released on HBO Max, but day and date with the theaters, uh, very heavily uh, looked forward to, about a uh, a certain Maud Deeb who enters <laughs> a strange sure. world, a strange world in which they have to uh, learn to survive and also learn to form alliances to deal with the larger problem of resource- Scarcity, and that movie is Tom and Jerry. Now, Mod Div technically (laughs) means Desert Mouse, so I'm referring to Jerry in this case. But I found that Tom and Jerry really was a star studded film that I had always wanted to see. And unfortunately, there's nothing else coming out this year that I think could really
2: compete with it for the Oscars next year. Did oh you... wow! And wait, Tom Tom Brokaw just left. He closed his browser. <laughs> wow! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just, hey, he a... just, he just he left the meeting room. <laughs> what a great
1: what a great improv technique, uh, Stewart, for when you're tired and you want the episode to be over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it seems like all the characters have left the room well <laughs> it's yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. the zoom improv
0: zoom improv equivalent of what's that I'm going through a tunnel I can't hear you, yeah, uh, I'm losing the call. Ugh well guys uh, thanks everybody for listening to our Oscar thoughts this year uh, please remember these are not uh, these predictions are only for recreational purposes please do mm-hmm. not base bets on them we are not responsible no. if you bet on number 39 and lose <laughs> everything uh, mm-hmm. but thanks for joining us I hope this year we can all enjoy not just the Oscars but the world of cinema wherever we are whenever we are that's right people in the past and future i'm saying it to you too uh and guys before we go what what is the flop house uh food what if the flop house was a food uh to leave people with what would it be Uh,
1: oh man some sort of uh something gooey something real like (laughs) sticky and gooey all right Mm -hmm. that's uh, i don't know why that makes sense but it does (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's got to be involved somehow what do you got some kind
2: it? of like uh, it's like a big old plate of nachos. You got your beans, you got mm. cheese, mm-hmm. you got sliced jalapenos for the when you want a little bit of heat. All you got a dollop of sour cream in case you know you aren't lactose intolerant like me. Yeah, yeah. I mean that all makes
0: sense to me. Yeah. To be, I was looking through some movies from this year, and I and there is one movie that I was. Now that I think about it. Are you going to say uh, First
2: Cow should have been nominated?
0: No, because I still haven't gotten to see that, but I really want. to. Oh, it's great. It should have been nominated. I really want to see it. Uh, But I think that uh, the movie Beanpole was not nominated for Best Foreign Language Film, and I thought that was a really uh, moving and uh, and at times very painful movie. Uh, uh, But, you know, I can't think of any foods that would go with it. So I guess I just (laughs) won't talk that much. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Beanpole no meal I mean you won't want to eat a meal it's a depressing movie but anyway uh, guys thanks so much for joining me on this journey into time wasting uh, for the record in case anyone wants to sue us for taking this time away from them my name has been Elliot Kalin
2: I've been Dan McCoy and I'm Stuart Wellingtown saying good Oscarsing to ya bye <laughs>